You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Welcome to this 91 Investment Views 2022 podcast. With me is Ken Shah, who invests in European equities at 91. It seems to me there's a lot of noise in Europe at the moment. Ken, I live in Europe. We've had the German elections. We've had a Brexit-induced fishing dispute, which seems to be ongoing. COVID cases are surging, notably in the Netherlands. They're reinstituting certain measures like mask wearing in public places. So has that affected the markets? Have they been more volatile than you're used to? It's a good starting question in that with all these headlines, you'd expect more volatility. To take a look at the market, the European market is actually now more than 60% off its March bottoms, March 2000, that is, and we're at all-time highs and over 10% above 2007 levels, which was arguably the peak of the last cycle. So you can see that the stimulus we've been seeing, I guess, is quite, I think you can use the word stupendous, I think, last year, is having an effect on the market. But I think whilst we are actually not normalized yet in some ways, I know that in GDP terms, we are approaching 2019 levels in some cases. We're still traveling, I guess, in terms of stock market terms, we haven't arrived yet. And so I guess investors are giving that the benefit of the doubt on that traveling aspect back to normality. Okay, we've spoken about this year and the previous year, 2020, which really set the tone for 2021. But let's do what we ought to do and look forward to 2022. What are you expecting? Now, 2022 shouldn't be surprising, a bit more mixed on that. As I said, market's well off its bottoms. We're into new peaks And also, if you look at the valuations on a forward PE multiple, the European market is on 16 times versus a long-term average of 14 times. And also, we are seeing headwinds. Now, in terms of supply chain issues, they are being fixed. I don't see that as a big issue when we look back. But we are seeing rising energy prices. And with that, so broader inflation, that could be an issue as Europe is a net importer of oil, gas, and other energy imports. Now, whilst I agree with the drive to decarbonize, current actions are at the expense of security of supply. We don't have good storage technology yet. And I don't believe, it's a personal view, probably enough is being done to stem demand. So I think it's reasonable to see increasing energy prices, which could hurt energy prices is obviously one of the risks that you see going forward. There are certain investment houses that are calling oil prices to far more glamorous levels than they are now. So energy and maybe inflation is one of the risks or a combined risk. What about opportunities for next year? Yeah, now understand that rising energy prices forms a tailwind for, I guess, the producers, but also forms a headwind where energy is a big cost, like airlines, and so we're not exposed to that sector. Now, I think other sectors where it will benefit from inflation, and it may surprise uh, some, is um, banks, in that whether it be the short-term supply chain constraints, which means that some companies have to stock more inventories and so have greater working capital needs, to funding low-carbon solutions like EVs or even bigger industrial solutions. We believe that banks can, in terms of loan growth, can see stronger levels than, say, 
the last decade. And with normalizing an interest rate environment means that their lending margins can also expand. And they're not on valuations currently, which reflect the better outlook, especially versus the last 10 years. You've given us a teaser as to what your portfolio positioning might be or might become. So tell us how you positioned at the moment going into a brave new year. We are pro-cyclical, which in my mind means that we our beta is slightly above one. We try to aspire not to be too far away from one, to have a balanced portfolio. But we are overweight banks. We're also overweight consumer discretionary, where the closing, first of all, economies, then the opening has, has meant that earnings momentum has very mixed signals, leading to the derating of some sort of e-commerce retailers, which we still believe is a structurally growing sector. And in terms of rising inflation, we are exposed to some sectors where we believe there is pricing power, which enhances the quality or returns over a cycle. The companies involved like paper packaging, even steel, where China has come out with a policy of reducing exports and so reversing the trend towards flooding the rest of the world with cheap steel, which should have positive pricing dynamics. So that's sort of the flavor of where we're positioned. But in terms of the underweight, we are still underweight consumer staples and healthcare, some of the lower beta sectors where some, in some cases, they've benefited from the low interest rate environment in terms of being resilient models and, and so forth, where actually dynamics are actually quite negative, especially consumer staples, where the rising raw material price inflation is not being able to be passed on currently, and so pressuring margins. I think you've um, set the tone, and it's a theme that I'm sure will develop over 2022. Ken, thank you very much for your time and your insight. That's Ken Shah, who invests in European equities at 91. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.